0: This is the Red Team Podcast. I am Brian Buckley. I am recording this on April 14th to hit the internets on April 15th, Tax Day. If this is a reminder to do your taxes, you have a lot of issues, you're going to be using H&R Block all day or you will be there with their helpful assistance all day long. And let's start this off. Enough of, the, enough of the BS. Enough of the BS. We're going to do shocking, non-shocking, okay? Shocking. John Lester just threw his first attempt at a pickoff in two years the other day. Not shocking. The second attempt was colossal failure. Shocking. Tom Brady can't throw a proper opening day first pitch. Not shocking. He did it all while wearing a sweatshirt tied around his waist. Kingly. Shocking. NBA minority owner, minority in division of the team, not by race. Minority owner arrested for felony drug possession. Not shocking. He's a rapper. And we'll switch it up. Not shocking. Lawrence Phillips killed a guy. Former Los Angeles. Los Angeles Ram running back, and outstanding running back for the University of Nebraska. Killed the guy. Shocking. It took this long. Not shocking, Stephen Drew is a member of the 2015 New York Yankees. Shocking, he's tied for second on the team in home runs and tied for first in RBIs at six. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's uh, my Johnny Carson, uh, hey-oh! Uh, Ed McMahon routine. Way before my time. Not sure why I'm doing that, but, uh... Afterwards, we'll review a great little cartoon by the name of Steamboat Willie. It's just a rousing little number. Let's get back to reality. Started the old man routine early, huh? How is everybody? We have a lot to talk about, including those things I just listed. We'll we'll discuss the baseball scene. Uh, we'll review a division. I haven't even decided which division we'll do yet. Red Ticket Blues. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Lot to talk about. a Lot to talk about. Uh, what's going on with everyone? How is everybody? If you didn't hear the podcast last week, my wife made a official appearance, and we discussed everything that makes us a wonderful couple, and including insulting each other a bit and just talking the world of sports, so check that out. You can always find me on Twitter, and if you're not on Twitter, then maybe you should stop, old person, put down your abacus, and sign up for this here and see and... Just feel my hilarity on a daily basis with my and through your Twitter timeline. Mo- most of the tweets will relate to Mike Francesco, so you may be very confused. But you'll learn to love it. Maybe. Uh, at BrianBuck13, you can listen to the podcast on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, YouTube. And you can go straight to the website, www.redticketblues.com. What do we got going on? Well... We'll get into baseball. Well, before Hillary Clinton's running for president, and I'm I'm, I don't I don't know I don't know what to say about that. I hope that the job doesn't entail more than two email accounts because that may be too much for her. Wow, tired hacky joke, huh? But a rim shot. There we go. Let's get to baseball. So we'll start with two of the local teams that squared off this week: the New York Yankees and the Boston Red Sox. And you know, it's kind of shocking. the The Yankees aren't terrible yet. Uh, Friday, they played the nineteen game marathon where the lights went out, and WPIX, which was on the Yankee affiliate, the they actually ran out of commercials. They could, they kind could of thrown a Phil Rizzuto money store commercial in or something, Holy something cow. To, to take up the nineteen innings. I, I, you got to be better prepared for that. that. That's rule number one in Boy Scout one hundred and one. That's rule number one in Boy Scout one hundred and one. There we go. There's, making sure that made any sense. The money store was a commercial I was always confused as, as a kid. I, I was growing up, and you equate store with something you buy, like toy store, bookstore. You buy things there. How exactly do you buy money? I did not understand it whatsoever. How, how can you buy money? And if they're giving money away, how is this store in existence? But what is their product? How do they continue? They just recycle it. or It's just like a laundering system. Maybe Phil did a bad job of explaining it to me at seven years old, but... We move on, we trudge on, and the Yankees end up losing that nineteen inning game. Uh, as I said, the lights went out. Uh, and Saturday, which was really interesting, it, you could have played the Benny Hill music while the Yankees played defense. You got guys kicking balls, dropping balls, going off pitchers' legs. It was it, it was just a circus. It was an embarrassment. And Didi Gregorius, he second baseman, excuse me, shortstop Didi Gregorius. Listen, he. Has some large shoes to fill. You're you're replacing Derek Jeter. No one thinks that's going to be easy. He has not shown to be a very good player. He has been he's been bad. He his judgment is less than sound. And when it's April fifteenth, and people are changing your name D.D. to Dudu, that's not good. You don't want to be compared to shit. Two weeks into your into your uh, your first. Full campaign of replacing a Hall of Famer and the soon-to-be Hall of Famer in the form of Derek Jeter. He's batting 130 with an OPS at 323. I don't care if you're a sir. That's not going to cut it. you, you got to do something. Even if Sean Connery came in here as a sir, that's not going to help. Although he probably has more durability than, than Mark Teixeira, who actually hasn't been terrible. But let, let, let's get to the two powerhouses on the team, though. Alex Rodriguez and Steven Drew. Now, Alex Rodriguez five years ago, that would have made sense. Alex Rodriguez, now the broken arthritic hip in a designated hitter, who you've heard me rip and dissect, well, not dissect, just, just completely shit on Alex Rodriguez for, for weeks now if you've been listening to the podcast. He's been good. You can't take that away from him. He struck out a lot, but his eye is, he, he's very patient at the plate. He's getting timely hits. And what can you say right now? You can only hope, how long will this last? How long is he going to be able to do this? Because you see him run around first, trying to take that extra base. It's not a pretty sight. Those hips are not what they used to be. And those those hips don't lie. I had to do it, yes! Uh, but Stephen Drew, Stephen Drew has six, in a two-game span, had six RBIs. Two home runs, two-run home run at a grand slam. Is that a world I'm comfortable living in, where Steven Drew has six RBIs in two games, where he is tied with A-Rod for six RBIs, tops on the team? Do I want to live in that world? I mean, I don't know. It's, it's kind of frightening to think about a guy who can barely hit his weight. He's batting 190 now. The Yankees are in the basement, though, of the ALEs. Again, it's April 14th, 15th, whatever you're, whenever you're listening to this. They're 3-4. and four. Two games out of first place. I don't know. We'll see what happens there. But then on Sunday night, which I don't understand why we still have Sunday night baseball. It's just stupid to me. It's not Sunday night football. Not been waiting all day for Sunday night baseball. And man, I used to think Joe Morgan was terrible with John Miller. And I always like John. Joe Morgan was terrible. John Croc and Kurt Schilling. They just ramble, man. And listen, I know you don't like Arod. I don't like him either. But you can't be that that ridiculous with it. Oh, yeah, he's just a guesser. He's been a guesser his whole career. Yeah, the guy has taken steroids. It's a disgrace to the game. We all know that. We know that. The government knows that. But he's still – steroids just don't make you hit the ball. If I took steroids, I'm not going to hit 60 home runs next year. So, But they ended up killing – well, no, he's still alive – Uh, They ended up destroying the Boston Red Sox. Clay Buchholz looked like he didn't care, and then he's just not backing up bases afterwards. He looked like a guy who he's supposed to really be the anchor on that staff. No, it's not a great staff, but he still has to be. He he has the the longest tenure out of most play most on the pitching staff, not more than Pedroia or or Ortiz. But dude, wake up! What's your problem? He's always got some issue. Maybe it's an attitude issue this year. Most of the time it's, it's uh, consistency or injury related, but I don't know. Check your attitude. Better change that attitude before next year, and don't think I would noticed about that crowd you've been hanging out with. That was a dazed and confused quote that I just butchered to death, if you're aware of the movie. Anyways, moving on, what do the Yankees look like right now? What do they look like? Tanaka looks better. They're ace. Everyone wanted to put him in a hospital, start slicing him up like Dexter. He was a little better the second time out. Still not great. You can't force a guy to get surgery, it doesn't work. So let's everyone just calm down, though. Let the man live. Can I live? Jeez. We move on to the Mets, who they've actually looked decent. And you see who's on top in the NL East? The team that was supposed to be historically bad, that being the Atlanta Braves, they are 6-1 and now. Now, as we speak, I think as we speak right now, the Golden Boy, the Dark Knight, and if you didn't know who he was, it's on his bat, and you better not judge him, is Matt Harvey. And he should be taking the mound in about two minutes now, so I'm sure Mets fans are very excited for that. One person that won't be taking the mound for the New York Mets anytime soon, especially 80 games, is Henry Mejia. And you Have to think he's not coming back for the rest of the season because he's been suspended for 80 games for taking for testing positive for a banned substance that and stands at all. I, I always mispronounce that, uh, which is a banned steroid. And he's also banned for the postseason if the Mets were to make it. They're not going to have throw a guy in there, I think, 80 games afterwards. Get him, let's say he did well, they're not going to make him the closer, that's for sure. And you're going to have Bobby Parnell come back, but. He had the classic, classic steroid excuse. I don't know how that got in my body. I just, I don't get it. I don't know how it happened. It's like watching cops. Why, why do you have this? Oh, I, I don't know how that, that bag got in my pocket. Things just fly in there. I remember one watch in one of them where the guy actually said, this is in your back seat. Oh yeah, some guy, just he just he just walked by and he just took me and he threw it in there. Let's say that absurdly rare thing did happen. You didn't think to get it out. I don't know. I just... Let's get let's get back from cops back into baseball. You don't know how it got in your body. That is a really old excuse. Really old. And, you know, you heard David Ortiz utter... Not the exact same thing, but something recently in his Players' Tribune tell-all, or testimonial, Well, it really wasn't a tell-all because we didn't hear all the facts. Because the facts are still there inside that brain of his and on that list. But... What are you going to do? But the Mets look good. They've been able to eke out some wins. Harvey's been good. The pitching's been great. Bartolo Colon's knocking in RBIs. World's world is gyrating at the same time, but he gets it done. What can you say? They look good. And what else can you say about the AL Central, which has the Kansas City Royals, the team that last year people thought were a fluke. They're 7-0. and That means they haven't lost a game. That's Perfection. Get it? And the Tigers just lost their their first game the other day, it's six to one. They didn't lose it. They're now six and one. I'm I'm looking at the standings right now, and I'm looking at it as if it's a score. They're six and one too. So, they all central. Chicago White Sox a bit underwhelming, two and four. They were some people's picks to take that division down. What are you gonna do? But I spoke earlier about John Lester who. It has been noted, I, I can't believe it was never actually talked about earlier, but John Lester, before the other day, had never attempted a pickoff move to first base in over two years. Two years! It's not like he's been hurt. He's been pitching, he just hasn't done it. So he did one the other day after all the scrutiny, well, all the talking. I don't know how much scrutiny was involved, but people made it a known fact. And it was a little wild, but he was able to, the first baseman was able to rein it in. Second, went into right field. Luckily for him, the Cubs, uh, what is his first name, O'Donis Soler, uh, was able to gun, uh, I believe his, what's his name, Carpenter out at third as he tried to take that extra base. But this is an issue with John Lesser that for the Chicago Cubs that many have picked to be in the World Series or make a push towards the playoffs. This is mental. And if you think other teams aren't going to take advantage of it, you're crazy. They're going to push him. Anybody with any speed is going to take a large lead. Large lead on him. Willie Mays, Hayes style lead. Hayes is a big lead. So he's going to have to, he, that, that, That's the, you can call it the yips as it's known. The yips, a mental condition. But I think John Lester, a distinguished pitcher with a lot of pride, is probably very embarrassed right now that he has an awful secret that is exposed to the world. Like, secretly liking uh, Nelly Furtado's song. I have a friend. Not me. At all. Not me at all. And I won't reveal the song either. He'd be embarrassed. But we get to Alex Rodriguez, too. Uh, we'll get. Let's go back to Alex Rodriguez. Now, the Yankees are still continuing. I know we're all over the place in baseball. Going all around the diamond. Back and forth. But... Uh, the Yankees still don't want to pay that $6 million for the milestone, as he's only a few home runs away. I forget how many. If he's got two, it would be four, six. Is he four away? Then they don't want to pay him for his milestone of passing Willie Mays. And Mike Franks also brought up the point this the, uh, earlier You're today. I don't know if it was his creation or if this has been known as fact, but it was the first time I actually heard it. And that is the Yankees know they're going to lose if they try to take the money from Alex Rodriguez. The players' union will file a grievance. You can't do that. You signed a contract. Okay. Get an arbiter. Let's hear somebody. At that point, the Yankees will testify why they think that they should be able to keep their money. Saying, Alex Rodriguez violated this by taking steroids. Blah, 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 blah. Soiled the Yankee name. I think the new stadium does that. But okay. And Alex Rodriguez is going to be forced to tell all. Now, I don't know what consists of all. I don't know how much he has to say, but he does have to testify against those charges. And I don't know what legal ramifications that is with what he has told a grand jury in regards to the biogenesis case. So this is the Yankees being really rotten. And there, there's no doubt I, I, I don't openly root for Alex Rodriguez. I, I root for the Yankees. He's part of it. This is all redundant information that you already know, but this is pretty bad. If you're just going to so we all know Alex Rodriguez is a scumbag. I don't need an arbiter. The testimony and an arbitration to know. We all know this. We don't mean to be reminded. We know he is a piece of shit. This is known. This is documented. Everyone knows this. What are they trying to prove? I don't know. They should be more worried about the product they put on the field of do 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 And I was gonna say Aunt Stephen Drew just because it's so natural, but crisis powerhouse <sighs> check his urine anyways that that's that's my spiel with with the yankees right now uh they're not as bad as i think they are the bad as i think they are that that doesn't make any sense let's review that they're not as bad as i thought they would be <laughs> i say that and they're 3 and 4 they're under 500 but we are in the second week of april so Moving right along, we move on to basketball where the Charlotte Hornets minority owner rapper Nelly was arrested earlier this week and charged with felony possession of drugs, simple possession of marijuana, and possession of drug paraphernalia in Tennessee when he was in a tour bus. I didn't even know people still watched Nelly. I mean, this is a guy who I always looked at as a bubblegum rapper who... This is a guy who made his fame with a a, a band-aid on his cheek that it's completely unnecessary, but uh he's also a guy that in the in the midst of the Ferguson riots during the Michael Brown uh killing, uh addressed he is from St. Louis, addressed the crowd and said, We need a plan. And the crowd said, What's your plan? And he said, I don't know. So, anyways, uh his bus was stopped for not having proper stickers. They searched... Uh, the Highway Patrol in Tennessee searched the bus, found crystal-type rocks that po- tested positive for methamphetamine, marijuana, drug p- drug paraphernalia, and handguns. Now, marijuana... I mean, how much... Did it say how much marijuana he has here? No, it doesn't. But I'm really not that concerned about that. It's weed. It's wrapper. It's almost like a protocol. He's supposed to have that if you have any street cred whatsoever. You have to have weed on you. But... You know where you lose street cred? Meth, methamphetamine. Unless your name's Method Man, there shouldn't be any meth involved with you. That's some, that's some white trash tweaker bullshit. I mean, Walter White made it make made it a big deal in Breaking Bad, but it's still hillbilly bullshit. So why does he have that? And you're the owner of a goddamn basketball. I mean, Jim Irsay would approve of this. The Colts owner. I mean, he has no problem with the f- felony drug possessions. That's his thing. And filing complaints against the Patriots all the time. But, what does Michael Jordan think about that? He's got to talk to him. I mean, we know MJ likes to drink and smoke cigars, but I hope he doesn't get down with meth like that. I don't know if his team, his team, I guess they're they're teetering right around the edge of the uh, NBA playoffs. I haven't really been following NBA that much. I think you've heard this uh, old song and dance from me in regards to the NBA and this podcast before. I'm just sorry. I, I can't get into the regular season. There's two seasons in the NBA. The regular season and the playoffs, and they're almost just as long. It's ridiculous. But I am excited for the NBA, probably like third round. Um Look at this. As I'm reading this, all this stuff about Nelly, and I say, I didn't even know he did stuff anymore. I'm also reading this. New Kids on the Block, TLC, and Nelly announced tour. I mean, that... There you go I mean new kids on the block I I give them credit man They're they're still Doing whatever it is they do Those teenagers that uh, Those teenagers that were all about them now They're they're in their 30s and 40s now Okay Fans thought that new kids on the block Okay but We need to move Bitch get out the way now Okay So there's also, we're going to, I wanted to, I, I briefly spoke about him earlier. Lawrence Phillips. Lawrence Phillips being the re- recent, not recent, he's not a recent standout anymore. He was, I'm going to, you can hear me typing. This is quality right here. So Lawrence Phillips was a standout running back. He's a sixth pick in the draft in 2006 by the Los Angeles Rams. And this guy had, he, he had all the talent in the world. He also had all the baggage that comes with it always having issues. He was suspended even when he was in college for roughing up his ex-girlfriend, a basketball player. He, I remember a few years ago, I don't even need to look at this, that's how good I am, I don't need to w- look at Wikipedia. He had an issue where it was Halloween, and uh, I guess some kids had vandalized, what the, did they vandalize his, uh, let's see, arrested for assault after allegedly driving a car into three teenagers following a dispute with the teens during a pickup football game. Okay, first of all, so it wasn't on Halloween. Why is he a football player? In 2005, so that would mean that he is, let's see, 2005. Okay, so he was out of the league by then. He played for the Rams for a year, then with the Dolphins, then all over the place, AFL, CFL. Okay, but still, he is a grown man. Okay, in 2005. That would mean seven, so... He'd be 32 years old. He's playing a pickup football game with teenagers. He then tried to mow them down with his car afterwards. He's been in connection with multiple domestic abu- uh, domestic abuses, uh, felony assault with a detonated weapon from that incident. He was sentenced to 10 years in prison in 2008. Uh, he was also convicted on previous accounts of uh, false imprisonment, grave bodily injury, big criminal threat, auto theft, all to his former girlfriend. And then he was sentenced to 25 years in prison on that. So a combined term of 31 years. And then yesterday, April 12th, well, it says April 12th, but yesterday... Lawrence Phillips was accused of killing his cellie. Accused of killing his cellmate. Like I said, are we really surprised that he killed somebody? I'm just surprised that didn't he, he he didn't do it before. This guy, how could you have the whole world in your hands and do dumb shit like this? So many, so many, so many guys do this. So many guys. Speaking of, there's a great article in Vice Sports, if you haven't If you're not familiar with Vice, it's a great, great uh, publication doing stories from all around the world, doing journalistic things that maybe you don't see on your bullshit CBS, NBC, World News with Happy Puppies and Diane Sawyer. Vice does great stuff, and Vice Sports actually examined something that I take advantage of all the time, take advantage of by humoring myself, and that is the zombie Aaron Hernandez account. Yes, we're moving from one murdering football player to another, which, actually, let me take that back. He has not been uh convicted of murder yet right now it is being deliber de- the jury is deliberating yes and so he's not a murderer yet but he'll probably be it's convicted of something there and then hey hey he's got that double homicide to deal with anyways but he has it's it's perfect he has this twitter account that remains it's it's like an artifact. It's still there completely. It's like an Egyptian tomb that was just uncovered. No one's touched it. It's still there. No one in his, his circle of family or friends has done anything to it. It still remains there with ridiculous uh, statements. Lots of trying to generate uh, fan reaction, I'd say. So maybe that's not that ridiculous. But there are some tweets in here, and I'll go to Twitter and just take a look at them, uh, that generate some sort of like well, that, that sort of makes sense. Something about, uh, oh yeah, a few hours so they let me out of my cage. That's not him tweeting from jail. That that's, that's what he tweeted. A lot of happy, and this is just a few hours before he's suspected of killing Odin Lloyd. Happy Father's Day to all the great dads out there. Tweet before that, either you run the day or the day runs you. Hope you all had a good one. So he created this, this nice guy image on Twitter to everyone and he was out smoking illy and killing people that's what it seems like right do not wait to strike till the iron is hot but make it hot by striking that is a tweet from Aaron Hernandez I (laughs) I don't think any of it where you can't use any of this in court but Court of public opinion. Oh, he's uh, he's he's also retweeting Floyd Mayweather. Where I didn't mention Floyd Mayweather and Manny Pacquiao. This is a completely hectic podcast. I hope everyone's still with me here. Uh, Floyd Mayweather and Manny Pacquiao—they're fighting in a few weeks, and I've hardly heard any. I was saying to myself earlier today, actually, I haven't heard any sort of hype for this, other than that that uh, that mega press conference. From what would be about a month or two ago, and I mean this is April fifteenth this fight is May second, and I haven't heard anything and what happened was Floyd Mayweather did what he does best he you know he makes he makes a, a scene gets attention for himself, and he did it the best way he could by talking about women he's assaulted in the past. Now, he spoke with Katie Couric, who I guess really wasn't prepared for the interview. I hadn't actually seen it. I uh, read Ticket Blues. Uh, I was reading it, and he thinks that people don't like him because I'm black, I'm rich, and I'm outspoken. Those are three strikes right there. I think the main thing is that last one. And let's see. Katie Couric asked him about uh, what he went to prison for, for a brief time, for beating his ex-girlfriend, Josie Harris, uh, she's hospitalized for injuries to her face. arm cops took full of damage. He said, did I kick, stomp, and beat someone? No, that didn't happen. I look in your face and say, no, that didn't happen. Even though he pleaded guilty to it and went to prison. But don't, 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 don't let that one fool you. But I think the thing with Floyd Mayweather is... Boxing is one step above WWE. And it's all about the big fight. It's the showmanship. It's to get people involved. So you'll buy that now $99 fight. Now... I'm not sure if Floyd Mayweather knows what he's doing by being that unlikable. Maybe I'm not giving him enough credit. But I think he's so stupid that he thinks the way he acts is normal and that people really don't like him. I kind of sincerely believe that. I mean, there have been the rumors that Floyd can't read. But he boxes. So that's all he needs to do. Right? Right. Right. And is also jumping on that, trying to get everyone, maybe, maybe they do know what they're doing, Pacquiao's jumping on that, saying he's fighting for the people who have endured domestic abuse, he's fighting for the people of Philipp, the Philippines, I and mean, who's going to be against either of those things, unless you really hate Filipino people, which I don't know if there's a strong bias against them or anything, but hey, they seem cool to me, I'm down with that. So, go Pacquiao. I didn't, I didn't need any extra motivation with domestic abuse victims and whatnot, but We'll see what happens. I feel like it's going to be an enormous waste of time. I think that is definitely one for illegal streaming or to your local bar. Not want to pay $100 to see that fight. Not at all. So, moving on in the podcast. Let's move on. And in the baseball preview, let's do a quick thing here. I I realize people are already into the season and they don't want to hear previews, but I'm a man to my word. I'm going to tell you what's going on. So we'll take a quick little look at the AL Central. Kansas City didn't make any big, real, you know, splash moves, sexy moves. It's going to get anyone crazy. A lot of people think that last year was a fluke. They played. Everything went right for them and they made the World Series. They got to the game seven of the World Series, something that looked to be inconceivable before that. They're 7-0 right now. You have Detroit right behind them. And pitching may still be an issue there. You have your ace, Justin Verlander, with a lot of health questions. They, they of a little wish, wish-washy with him. Eh, he's going to go back this. It's not just precautionary. Still hasn't done, Miguel Cabrera is out of control already, putting up insane numbers. He's in a lot better shape. Who knows with the Tigers? They're going to fight for the top. The team that I think is going to be on number one, even though it, on number one, number one and on top is going to be the Chicago White Sox. They made some great additions in Melky Cabrera, already adding that to Jose Abreu, Alexi Ramirez. And you have that pitching staff, and you add, you have Chris Sale, who's a borderline Cy Young guy, every year. And then you add Jeff Samarja. I mean, and adding and, and bringing in uh David Robertson from the Yankees, who has nice facial hair now. It's 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 amazing to see these guys with facial hair. Did you see Russell Martin with his red woodman the, the brawny beard? He didn't even look. He didn't look like a Yankee, that's for sure. He looked dirty, and unkempt. But where was I? Right. Cleveland is a team that everyone seems to be hot on. I don't really see it. I know they signed their big pitcher, the Cy Young winner last year, Corey Kluber, but I don't know. I, I, they lost their their catcher, Gomes. Is Gomes In Gomes for like six to eight weeks with some sort of knee sprain. I don't know. I can never take the. You got a great manager there, in Terry Francona. So who the hell knows what can happen? You got Bro Nick Swisher, who, well, let's face it, who cares? But then you have Minnesota, who's going to bring up the rear? They're they're not a good team, and they will demonstrate that for 162 games this year. So I, I like the White Sox in this division. I'm still staying. Even that's how that's how ballsy I am. Even with the season starting and them being two and four, I still like them. I still like the White Sox. I feel like something's happening in the south side of Chicago, and. The better team in Chicago is going to be the White Sox and not the Cubs. John Lester's going to be throwing the ball all over the infield. No one's going to be in the bleachers, and it's going to just piss everywhere. But what can you do? Hey, that's the podcast for this week. If you didn't hear last week's, my wife, she was amazing, as she is every day of the week. I get to live with her. That's how amazing she is. That's how amazing, I, lucky I am. But that was a great podcast. Listen to it. And as always, you can listen to the podcast on podcast, podcast, podcast on iTunes, YouTube, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. You know, I say this every freaking podcast, yet I have to sit here and and think to myself as if I'm trying to recollect something from a long time ago. Stitcher, iTunes, YouTube, TuneIn Radio, and as always, on Twitter, at BrianBuck13. You know the deal. Follow me, listen to me, all my hilarity. Right? Is hilarity? Yeah. Okay. Everyone, goodbye. I'm out of here. cow. Are you as confused as I am about these new tax laws? Thank goodness you can buy all the things you need with a fixed-rate second mortgage loan as low as today's prime rate of 7.5%. That's right, 7.5%. Best of all, the low-interest payments may be fully deductible. Qualified homeowners get instant approval. Call the money store toll-free. Dial one 800 221